Right, imagine, right, how hard a Donald Duck impression is. <laughs> I I know. I, yeah, it's it's real hard to yeah, do when I you've not even attempted it. Only certain people can do it. <laughs> I think and it's I'm you can learn. Clearly not one of them. Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... The bus that couldn't slow down. <laughs> ah, yep. That's a, that's a, that, that title's criminal, Tom. That that is ti- that is title. That is that, <laughs> that is, is a title. criminal title right that there. That is title. That one was from The Lunch Army Will Rise Again on Twitter. Oh. Good. Yeah. Will at, they? At Connor <laughs> with an O, yes. Yeah. You definitely could have replaced those two things you could have said and uh, and our title today is the lunch army will rise again <laughs> from <laughs> the bus that couldn't, couldn't slow down, down. <laughs> on twitter i just love the fact that the the bus from speed might have a twitter handle <laughs> a twitter account <laughs> the bus that couldn't slow down yeah. thank you connor with an o for that title so and to all your lunch army friends. And, yeah, and to all your lunch army friends. So we're pitching crime movies. Crime. <laughs> yes, crime movies this crime. week. It's quite a satisfying word to say, crime. 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 Yeah, it is. I would say so. Crime. Criminal. I'm Willem Dafoe, and I like crime. <laughs> okay. I'm something of a criminal myself. <laughs> Oh, right, so the bus that couldn't slow down is given to us by The Lunch Army Will Rise Again at Connor with an O on Twitter. Thank you, Connor, for giving us that title. Remember, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch show as well to give us titles to pitch movies on the show. It's what we do. It's what we do. That's That's our job. That's every week. We pitch in movies that people give us titles for. Speaking of which, yeah, do you want to do just some more of those with, uh, but not the not the main one, but some more of those, almost creating the effect of the trailers before the main feature. That's a great segue, and yes, I do want to do that. Maybe we should call it the honourable mentions. Maybe we should. Yes. So from Rosemary Margarella, we've got Sister Heist. Sister Heist. Yes. We said Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg yeah. and uh, <laughs> Robbie Coltrane. And um... <laughs> wait, I'm getting I'm getting Sister Act and Nuns on the Run mixed up. Aren't I? <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> that, that happens way too often. <laughs> so it's Whoopi Goldberg, Maggie Smith, uh, Robbie Coltrane. Hey, yeah. What's Robbie Coltrane doing in Sister Act? <laughs> he's he's dressed as a nun. Yeah. Right, he's dressed as a nun, right, but he's also a nun on the run. Yeah. So he's committed a crime and then dressed as a nun to hide from the criminals. Yes. From the gangsters that are out to get him. Of course, him. yeah. That's not mentioned in this story at all. No. Right. Well, we've done that. The thing is, Sister Act 1 and 2, mm. right, I'm always quite angry at uh, how few people have seen Sister Act 2 back in the habit. Yeah. Um, but, uh, th- like... Was there a Sister Act 3? No, I don't believe so. No? Uh, at least not one that Whoopi Goldberg was in. Okay. 
Um, but it, it feels like the kind of film, much like Home Alone, where the third one they was like, yeah, we've got the simple premise. Yeah, Let's get a lot of other actors in <laughs> and do that. I mean, Sister Act essentially is School of Rock with higher stakes. Um, <laughs> Because, yeah, yeah. because she might get shot. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, there's always there's always that danger in a film or in real life. <laughs> Especially if a pitch is going on too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's <laughs> um so in Sister Heist, mm. we've we've done the, the whole thing where like, she's taught she's taught all the nuns to sing, mm. right? That's not a that's not a worry. We need to up the stakes now. Yeah. Don't we? We need to up the stakes. So, I think some big businessman's going to bulldoze the church they're in. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's. Um, I was about to say orphanage. Deeds. I was about to say orphanage, but I think that's the Blues <laughs> Brothers. Yeah. I get. Three films mixed up. <laughs> they are very similar. They are all sort of similar time kind period. Philadelphia esque yeah. cities. Um, anyway, so I'm gonna uh, yeah, I'm gonna say um, uh, big business Ben. Yeah, Ben Mendelssohn. Ben Mendelssohn, of course, um, has found in in the back of his, one of his one of his filing cabinets, mm. um, like because he's acquired. Like a, a bunch of office space that would store files, and he's got the deed. He's got the deed to this church, and he's gonna knock it down. Oh, bloody hell! Yeah, exactly. And so, um, uh, he's put it in his big old bank vault. Oh yeah, and and they've got to heist the bank. Yeah, they've got to heist. Like, but it's not a bank, right? It's his mm. building. It's his special. Is his special lock lock box building? Yeah. Um, where all sorts of naughty business practice goes on. And I think what happens is, as they get further and further into the planning process of, the, of, of, of this thing, mm. you've got all these nuns, they go into the front, front, onto the front desk, and then they, like, they want, some of them make a, a distraction by going, like, ooh, and, and pulling, their, pulling their, their habits up. Mm. Um, and then. Uh, <laughs> As nuns are want yeah, to do, yeah, um, and then uh, they run away, and then the security guard runs off, and then um, Maggie Smith like climbs climbs the stairs and go, starts going through filing cabinets to figure out to find the blueprints of this place. Um, it's very good. It's very sort of like uh, it, it. It's got a very light tone to it. Yeah. Until <laughs> they start looking at in detail at this blueprint. Yeah. And uh, Maggie Smith puts it up against a black light, mm. right? And all across the all across this uh, uh, blueprint of this building mm. is just satanic runes. I, that's exactly where I was going to go with it as well. <laughs> There's a giant red pentagram yeah. on the on that blueprint in blood. Yeah, and they're just like holy shit and the, but the, literal holy shit but the pentagram extends past the bounds of the of the building yeah into the ground where the church is right that's how they need to build it they need to extend this building because it's next door yeah <laughs> this building it's the businessman next door business Ben next door yeah he's like oh I'm I'm, I'm gonna make sure that I, I can finish this ritual yeah by, by building up a a big old tall skyscraper <laughs> yeah to reach 
the devil in the sky. The devil in the sky. Well, he, he needs to bring bring back a demon, doesn't oh, he, from from the underworld? Listen to me, Whoopi Goldberg. If you keep messing around in my in my things, then I'm going to have to push you out of a bloody window. Oh God, <laughs> that's not very. And she's like, ah, you can try. Oh, and then and then he, d- he and then he does push her out the window. Yeah. And that that kicks off Rodical Train <laughs> and uh, and Maggie Smith. Of course, we couldn't afford Whoopi Goldberg no, for the whole film. No, we couldn't so afford Whoopi Goldberg Whoopi for the Goldberg whole movie. Out the window. Yeah, and she dies. Yeah, um, and that's what 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 causes Robin Coltrane to get into the get into the action, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, he's got he's because he's got a violent past, yeah. and he's also he also comes out after that saying, "I'm not actually a nun. <laughs> I'm undercover." <laughs> because I'm hiding from the mob. Yeah. I've got all these mob connections. It would be bad for business if the city were to sink into a hell dimension. Yeah, yeah. Let's make a truce. Yeah. With uh, Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. Yes. Uh, and and they and, they assemble the mob. And uh, Marv as well. Marv? From Home Alone. Home Alone. Yeah. And Mar- Joe Pesci and Marv yeah. from Home Alone. <laughs> I can never remember the, ca- the, I mean, the yeah. actor's name. Yeah. All I in... know is, if I let my, my hair grow for too long, that's what I look like. Yes. <laughs> and I think, yeah, that they, they all pull together yep. to help out this orphanage slash church. So how do they, uh, like, how do they actually, do they raise uh, money? Are they doing a fundraiser uh a fundraiser sort of get the community together like in the church to distract a load of people they're doing really yeah. loud choral music mm. uh whilst they're just blowing parts of this building up. yeah 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 and i think at the end yeah. where ben mendelson sort of assumes this demon's body yeah uh maggie smith bursts out wings from the back of her back She's actually an angel. <laughs> well, here's, here's what happens, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's not that. Like, Maggie Smith is having a, a fisticuffs with Ben Mendelsohn. Right? Yeah. And he takes off, right? He's going... They, they were having fisticuffs on the, on the top of this building, right? Yeah. He takes off down the, the down the flight of stairs, right? Hmm. And Maggie Smith's behind because he, he's throwing her off. She's hanging on by her fingernails off the top of this building, right? Mm. Pulls herself back up. He's he's going down and down and down and down, down these stairs, right? Yeah. Like a spiral staircase. She just jumps and just plummets all the way down yeah. uh, the centre of the spiral staircase, landing on Ben Mendelssohn <laughs> and like making a huge crater in the uh, in, in the ground, <laughs> which knocks through to this underground like uh, crypt yeah. where he's been hiding all the bodies of the people he'd killed, right? Yeah. Who's down there waiting for him but flipping uh, Whoopi Goldberg. The Whoopi Goldberg with wings. Okay, all right. I thought she's, she was like, she's gone to hell. <laughs> she's been she's been set free yeah. by by Maggie Smith cracking through into the crypt. Oh wow! So, so they bring they back Whoopi Goldberg. Stab him. Turns out we did have Whoopi Goldberg money. Yeah, we did movie. only for the start and the end. Yes, <laughs> we couldn't have her for the whole time. There we she go. She was in the middle of filming. Uh, uh, another Star Trek: The Next Generation. Uh, Sister Act Three. She was she was in the middle of uh, serving a main role in Picard. <laughs> as Picard. As as Guinan. <laughs> as, She's as... actually in Star Trek: The Next Generation, Tom. I'm aware. Yeah. But wouldn't it be funny if she played Picard? It would be funny if she played Picard, actually. Um, so yeah, that was Sister Heist. 
Yeah. Thank you, Rosemary Margarella, for that one. Thanks, Rosie. Okay, so from fingers to hand, we've got I slept with the fishers and survived. <laughs> okay. I quite like the idea of... This is a sequel to Shape of Water, right? Or <laughs> Shark Tale. Sure. Or Shape of Water, you're right. Um, <laughs> she slept with the fishers and survived. Yeah, she slept with... Well, if it's proved you can do it... Yeah. Yeah. Must be others out there. Yeah. That have survived is that sleeping with the fishes. Well, I think I think right. There's there's a legend, yeah, of a fish that will want to sleep with you, and that's that's who a the very ga- sexy fish, a very very sexy fish, like the Angelina Jolie fish from Shark Tale. Sure, um, she's going around swimming in the, in the in the rivers outside of well in in Lake Michigan sure, yeah on in Chicago yeah this is like during high peak peak gangster era so I'm I'm getting the vibe from this it's an animation uh, in half right it's it's, mm. it's part CG and uh, 3d animation like in Shark Tale yeah and part like Bill Murray uh real life osmosis Jones yeah you know mix yeah, uh, I think I think Bill Murray is a fisherman. Mm. He's on a fi- he's on a fishing vessel with Willem Dafoe. Yeah, they're both wearing red hats. Yeah, we don't. We'll leave it at that, right? Yeah. All we need to know is that they're they're out searching for. Well, I think Bill Murray is secretly searching for the sexiest fish. <laughs> okay. And like, Willem Dafoe. He's heard, he's heard the legend, and Willem Dafoe is like. You're never gonna find it, Bill. Why won't you sleep with me, Bill? I've I've been asking if you'll sleep with me for the past ten years, Bill, and uh, I I I'm frankly a little uh, offended. I, I bought you a present, Phil. I, Phil Murray. Phil Phil Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Phil Murray, the fisherman. Yeah. Phil Phil, Phil the fish <laughs> man. Phil it. Phil it. Murray. Phil it. Phil fish. That's what we call you. <laughs> yeah. Phil, we've been calling you Phil-A-O-Fish for the last 10 years, uh, and you haven't caught a single fish in the last three. What's going wrong, um, and why won't you sleep with me? Well, Willem, what what I'm really wanting is... I've heard of the sexiest fish. This is Bill Murray. I've heard that there's a really sexy fish out there. You can't be talking about that, uh, legend... The Angelina Jolie fish from Shark Tale. Oh, you... Not this again, Bill, uh, Phil. Yeah. That's what, I, that's what I want out of life. I want to sleep with the sexiest fish I have ever seen. Phil, and he's constantly watching Shark Tale on VHS. Phil, if, if not only little... is this illegal... Yeah. But... I don't know what you mean. Well, it's illegal to go, go around trying to find a, sh- uh, a fish to sleep with, but... Not only is this illegal, mm. if we don't find, if we don't find some fish to deliver and pay off the debts we owe to the mob to pay back for this this boat, we're both gonna be sleeping with the fishes and not in a good way. And then, and then the drummer they've hired to be on the boat goes. Right, I see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> why? Why did we? Why did we hire that guy again? It's uh, it's a film directed by the guy who did uh, Birdman. 
<laughs> we gotta have we gotta have a jazz drummer. Seems like a waste of seems like a waste of money. It's not. Trust me. <laughs> so they go. They pull out. They pull out a port because they've been having this conversation at port. Yeah. <laughs> They're not even on the boat yet. Yeah. And just as they um and just as they pull out a port, I'm gonna say um Chris Pratt jumps off a crane onto the boat, right? One of those cranes that's over- overlooking like the port. <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> he jumps off a crane <laughs> in the into, <laughs> into the boat. Splat <laughs> Splat. We hire Chris breaks, Pratt. He breaks his for, leg. Yeah, like to to feel as though it's going somewhere. <laughs> this this stunt of him climbing up a crane and then he jumps off into the boat that been, they're on. In that conversation Splat. we've been cutting between him climbing up <laughs> a crane and them talking and him climbing up a crane. You've <laughs> broken oh, his leg. Damn it. He's broken his leg, right? Because I they... really wanted him to die. <laughs> nope. Just. <laughs> nope. Oh. He's like. <sighs> He's got a gun. Okay. He's like. Tony Jaloni sends his regards. <laughs> Tony Jaloni? Then... <laughs> yeah, and then, and then passes out. Okay. <laughs> And then they get off on the boat. It's like, well, what are we gonna do with him? Yeah, we can't take him back to shore. Yeah, there's we... probably there's probably more gangsters waiting in the port. I know. Clearly, <laughs> we can't we can't kill him because we're good people. Yeah. So let's just take him out and <laughs> into the water and sh- throw him throw him into the. Into I mean, the water. show him, show him a good time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sort of bring him round. <laughs> sure. I see. Sort of trying to, recon- to recondition him. Well, I think I think what happens is they tie him up. Um, yeah. Oh, to, to, to the mast of the ship. Mm. It, I don't know if it's a sailing ship or a, a, a just a driving ship. Probably a driving ship, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know, like a motorised ship. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's not got a mast. No. But it's probably got like a big crane rigging that they pull out yeah, the trawler yeah. nets with, right? Yeah. They tie them up in a big trawler net. Yeah. Right? It'll have a... To the stick. side of the boat, yeah. right? In the net. Mm. Of the of, of the water and and they're like well we we can't we I'm sorry Chris Pratt when he comes round mm. I'm sorry Chris Pratt but we can't we can't trust you you're gonna have to be on the side of the boat we don't have anywhere else secure yeah and he's like you can't just hide you can't can't just strap me to the side of the boat what if what if the boat starts sinking come on and uh, and he's like I'm I'm really sorry I I don't I don't know what and he's just shouting and shouting and shouting yeah and then um Bill Murray pulls a lever and the the trawler net just dunks him in yeah. into the water and pulls him back up and he goes <laughs> he's like you're gonna be quiet now yeah 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 oh yeah <laughs> he's gonna be quiet yeah um and I think Chris Pratt coming back up says I saw something down there <gasps> <laughs> was it pink. Yes, it was pink <laughs> and beautiful. It looked it was, like Angelina Jolie. It looked like, it looked like a cartoon version and in fish form of actress Angelina Jolie. In fact, everything down there was gorgeous. Yeah, it was all. Everyone looked like human versions of fish. Yeah, or fish versions of humans. That, sure, that I've seen specific, in films. Specific humans that I've seen. Yeah. There was Will Smith, Rene Zellweger, Jack Black was a shark. It it was incredible down there, and and so I think Willem Dafoe 
dives down. Willem Dafoe's like, no, 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 Bill, no, you can't do this, Bill. And then Bill Murray just dives off. Yeah, he dives off. Straight in after Willem Angelina Dafoe, Jolie. Willem Dafoe goes after him. Yeah. Right, Angelina Jolie's too fast. Yeah. She just swims off Zooms into, around. Into, the, into the depths. Yeah. And and Willem Dafoe like drags Bill Murray out on onto the boat and and all three of these men yeah. are now mesmerised by the beauty of the Angelina Jolie fish. Yeah. So they're now And on. the whole world underwater, right? Yeah, yeah. Like because because that it was so vibrant <laughs> and animated and like there were it was just so, looked, looked, looked like looked like such a beautiful time down there. Mm. You know above we're shooting it drab. Browns, greys, b- bit of red for the blood that's coming out of uh, Chris Pratt's leg. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to go full on Wizard of Oz. But we, yeah, it's, it's just colour all over the place, very much like Shark Tale is. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, we could probably just cut scenes from Shark Tale exactly. and put those three men in the background. At and some they're point. like, yeah, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I'm going to have to stay down here forever. Yeah. Um, and uh, Chris Pratt's like, we can't stay down here forever. We're gonna drown, and uh, so be it. Bill, Bill Murray, yes. Yeah, so I don't care uh, if, if it takes if it takes me drowning to see that Angelina Jolie. I just want to sleep with that Angelina Jolie <laughs> fish, and they're they're all in agreement. They all want to, yeah, as well. <laughs> okay, so they end up turning the boat into a submarine. Okay. Yeah, there was a little submarine attached. Right. That's 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 the thing. And they go after the Angelina Jolie fish. Sure. And the Angelina Jolie fish eventually, eventually comes round, sleeps with them all. Okay. At the same time. Yeah. Then eats them. End of the movie. But, the, the, but it says and survived in the title. <laughs> that's... To throw the audience off. Okay. <laughs> Maybe Willem Dafoe, who's a bit cautious about yeah. it, gets away. I think I think they go to sleep in this octopus's garden, right? I don't think there's a submarine at all. I think they go down there, mm. and it's a, they have a wonderful party, and they can all breathe underwater, and there's a kind of octopus's garden vibe, like, oh, look at all these amazing things. Mm. Um and then uh, they all like slowly fall asleep, and and, and Angelina Jolie fish is kissing them on the head and face, um, and look, and then they all start to f- lull to sleep. Mm. Uh, but Willem Dafoe's like, no, I, I I'm not having a drink. I'm not gonna not gonna participate in yeah. this in this party. All I want to do is get my 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 friend and and the man I love, Bill Murray, out of here alive. <laughs> and um, uh, and as they're all like falling asleep, Willem Dafoe's trying to keep himself awake. I, I'm. I'll, he's he's an insomniac. That's that's one of his traits as a character, and um, what makes him such a good fisherman? Hmm. Probably. Yeah, maybe. Um, you can uh, see in the dark. Yeah, uh, and so uh, as he's falling asleep, he's like, "No, I, I I'm not gonna sleep. I, I, I can't sleep. I never sleep." And then, uh, then just you see Angelina Jolie's kisses turn to bites yeah as she just bites Bill Murray's head head off and uh, Willem Dafoe escapes yeah he's on the boat yeah traumatised yeah 
just just hand, on his hands and knees in his yeah. fisherman's outfit mm. but with a red little red red cap yeah um and sort of just like hands and knees just retching just being sick onto the deck of the boat uh. throwing up seawater and uh and then that's where we'll we'll, we'll zoom out like a perfect storm yeah <laughs> into the sky yeah and then they'll we'll cut to cut to credits there we go <laughs> i slept with the fishes and survived Maybe he gets a book deal out of it. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he pitches the shark a shark tail. <laughs> all right, so those were all our honourable mentions. Thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week and continues to give us titles every week. You're amazing. Thank you. Remember, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch show as well to give us those titles. Give us a follow as well. Give us a like. If you like the show, do that. Please communicate with each other and with us. Tell us you like it as well, because it Mm. makes us feel nice. Yes. So we now move on to our final major pitch from The Lunch Army Will Rise Again. We've got The Bus That Couldn't Slow Down. (laughs) Now. I feel like this, you know, those words Mm -hmm. could describe a film with Keanu Reeves in it. Yes. The but Matrix. enough about the Matrix. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I did the same flipping place. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. No. There's there's a joke in The Simpsons where Homer keeps on saying the word speed to describe the movie Speed, <laughs> and then when he comes to actually naming the film, he calls it the bus that couldn't slow down. <laughs> okay. Because it's the film Speed is about a bus that can't go below yeah. 60 miles per hour. Can't reduce its speed. Yeah, yeah. can't reduce its speed. But I'm thinking... The second one is about a boat that can't reduce its speed. Yeah. The third one... Uh, is... Is a Father Ted episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a milk milk, milk, float, yeah. milk float that can't reduce its yeah. speed. So the bus that couldn't slow down. Alright. So I feel like the bus that couldn't slow down it's good it's a crime movie, right? It's gotta be about crime. Yeah. Um and I think that's part of it, right? Is that um like the uh I think it might be like a comedy of errors. Mm. A bus driver picks up all a bunch of kids, like a school bus driver mm. picks up a bunch of kids, and it's a newfangled engine mm. that, like, it's an electric engine, and it's all, all all new. And the bus basically drives itself. Yeah, that's the whole thing. And if a, if a kid walks out in front of it, it's supposed to just stop dead. Yeah, right. But something goes wrong, and it just. It's full on all the time. It does the reverse of that. <laughs> yeah. It keeps on wanting to kill kids. Kill children. <laughs> the targeting has gone wrong and now <laughs> it's, it's driving as fast as it possibly can towards all school children. I just love the idea of uh, who's the main guy in it. Let's say Brendan Fraser. Sure, yeah. Brendan Fraser's a school bus driver. Yeah, and he's like... He's like... With this new technology that's able to stop when it gets to a kid. Someone accidentally programmed it. This is a prototype. Someone's accidentally prototyped it. Yeah. Programmed it to 
to lock on to a child. Yeah, it's William Dawes. Um, William Dawes is he's the owner of this corporation who's yeah. um, who, who who owns like who, who makes all these computers and stuff. Yeah, very very rich guy. And um, William Dawes. William Dawes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And then I understood that reference. Brendan Fraser is a loser. Finally. Yeah. Brendan Fraser's a loser. His life's falling apart. Mm-hmm. He can't get the girl. Um, yeah. The girl being Sandra, who works in the school cafeteria. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, played by... Um, Liz Hurley. Liz Hurley. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so uh, he's... But he's, he's like a polo shirted up and he's sort of like, oh, uh, what, what, what's going on with my, with my old bus? Where's my where's my old bus, guys? Yep, that's a great Brendan Fraser impression. <laughs> uh, I mean, come on. Mm. Uh, that, that's Brendan Fraser doing the loser from the start of uh, Bedazzled. Bedazzled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where's my where's my bus, guys? Where's my where's my? Bus? Uh, oh, you won't be needing that. Uh, says, says Richard Iwadi. Says uh, Richard Iwadi, uh, aka William Dawes. Yeah. Um, you well, won't be needing that. This is the new bus we've got. <laughs> It, it is designed to avoid hitting children on the road. And he's like, oh, I thought I was, I was doing that pretty well myself. Yeah, I mean, he was. No, not one child had been hit by his bus. So you wouldn't take steps to make sure it doesn't happen ever. And he's like, oh, well, um, maybe. I, I don't doesn't, know. Doesn't sound like you care for these children very much. He stood I, in front I, of a bunch of children. I, I care very much, sir. Well, very then much. you'll drive this bus, won't you? Oh, okay, then. I'll, 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 dri- I'll drive the bus. I'll drive the bus. Yeah, I'm... I'm uh, uh, and you're going to be the test pilot for this new bus, <laughs> Brendan Fraser's character. And uh, uh, along comes, like, uh, a scientist uh, played by... Um, uh, Peter Efinowitz okay. he says sir it's, it comes up takes William uh, Dawes aside and says sir you know it's not ready shut up shut up I've got to make this bus work uh, otherwise my company's gonna lose stocks in, <laughs> in shares or something I don't know and, 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 and also these children he does air quotes children yeah. like he doesn't believe children exist. <laughs> these children, <laughs> these children, are about to turn the voting age of seventeen. Oh, and if if these chil- if my pal Donald doesn't get into <laughs> exactly. a second term, <laughs> then my company's going under. <laughs> Oh wow, we're really, <laughs> really hammering home what a dick Richard Iowadi's character is. Yeah. William, William Dawes. Dawes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna make this journey work, or my name isn't William Dawes. <laughs> They're gonna, and he, and, he's, and he turns to the camera, which is like a, a news. There's a whole news thing about it, about these new um, things, and he, he says, "Well, there you have it. You've got this." pathetic loser driver um, and he's going to be uh, perfectly fine when he's driving my uh, when he's driving my buses mm. and I'll tell you what my friend Donald will pay for all the buses to come in uh, if he gets elected kids mark ye well <laughs> oh, that's the worst 
<laughs> says Donald. <laughs> made entirely of wind. <laughs> the wind. The wind speaks. In, the wind screams through the static, and it's Donald. <laughs> Richard Iwani's really laid it on thick. The fact that this is this is gonna succeed, it's gonna be great, absolutely brilliant, right? Um uh, so uh, Brendan Fraser takes off driving. Yeah. Right? And it's going pretty well. Mm. But um then out of the backs of the, the these new flashy uh, bus seats, mm. flip up a screen. Yeah, that starts playing a a, a, a a like a propaganda message. Okay, for that they these kids should should vote for Donald basically. Yeah, right. And the kids are all like, "Nah, stupid Donald." <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Vote for P. Um, Vote for me is yeah, what they're saying. saying yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're like, nah, and they're starting getting Sharpies out and drawing on the screens and yeah. stuff. And uh, Richard Iowan is on screen, he's getting really, oh, I'm getting really angry with everything because it's, it's not going right. This this maiden voyage to, yeah, to yeah. school yeah. Isn't, isn't going right. And then he flips a switch. Yeah. And all the kids at this high school suddenly targeted. I think I think he's like well, and and you can see this happening all over the country, right? Mm. As they say, everyone's reject all the kids are rejecting Donald. They're like, we're gonna not vote for you, yeah, Donald yeah. and Richard Iwadi, by proxy Richard Iwadi, yeah, character, and um uh, and, and and so he like goes, oh, make them better quickly, I, I activate the the control mechanisms for we're gonna scare them, and mm. then um and. Pit Seraphine was like, I can't, I can't, it's it's not ready, I've told you, There's, the safeguards aren't in. Mm. Uh, and he's like, do it! And he smashes his hand down on the laptop, yeah. and suddenly, like, the, the accelerator... The, 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 the laptop's got electric things yeah. spewing out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like uh, it. And, uh, and, and suddenly, like, Brennan Fraser's just, like, pushed back in his seat. Going straight for this little child. Yeah, exactly. Which is, it's his, we cut to... Um, mother and father saying, I'm, "I'm so proud of you on your first day of school. <laughs> like, don't you don't have to worry. No one's gonna hurt you at all." And then, the <laughs> <laughs> <a> red mist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as this bus shoots past. <laughs> the rest of this film is PG. Yeah, we just need to to real push <laughs> push home the threat here. Like this this would be a you without that moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this without without that, it's a se- it's no effectively swearing. it's effectively recess the movie. <laughs> There's no swearing. Yeah. No no like suggestive themes. 
<laughs> Probably no peril, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, looking at Donald is terrifying. Yeah, no, it's true. He is a being made of wind and static. Yeah. Um, and screams. Yeah. Um, but hey, listen, Brendan Fraser is in trouble, and mm. so is everyone on his on his bus and everyone in front of his bus, because this thing is going for children. And also, it's not slowing down. So even if, like, he manages to, if he, even if he turns it, it's going to kill everyone on board. Yeah. So um, how's he going to fit? How's he going to get out of this one? We've got Liz Hurley in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. She's she's at the cafeteria. Mm. What she what she cooking up? Oh, so we have a, a, earlier on in the film we had a, see, a scene where he strikes out with 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 Sandra. Oh yeah, um, Sandy, <clears throat> the 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 cook in, in the cafeteria. Yeah, and she's like, I don't want to go on a date with you. <laughs> Is that Liz Hurley? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go on a date with you. I just—that's a joke from The Simpsons. Um, let's not, not use that. Yeah, she's just yeah. like, I don't want, I don't, don't want to go on a, go on a date with you. I'm sorry. Yes. No. I, I don't. I don't think you're that pleasant, really. Um, you're just a bit of a loser, aren't you? Yeah, bit of a loser. And he's like, well, your, your mac and cheese is like cement. And then f- <laughs> runs off, right? <laughs> I knew I knew something was gonna something was gonna be said like that. Yeah, yeah. Your mac and cheese is like cement. Yeah, like being a giant word. Yeah, in that sentence. <laughs> um. So anyway, he's. But the thing is, all his um. Right. So you're gonna have to follow me here, Tom. Yeah. Uh. Brendan Fraser has a very old phone. Okay. Right. Um and because he's got no friends, he he's asked Liz Hurley for to put you know, he's got like to to put her number into his phone and she's like, Well that phone's gonna die, so I'll do it anyway. He's not gonna be able to fo- phone me on it, right? Mm. Um everyone else's phones are like tablets and big, you know, touch screen devices and connected to the internet. Mm. And they've all been shut down so there's no they nobody can tweet about how they're in mortal danger mm. um, he now has a hard line to Liz Hurley yeah <laughs> and no one else yeah yeah no one else works at that school apparently yeah. or maybe it's like a maybe it's like a radio I don't know it, yeah, it could I, be like a, a two way radio that I he's think, taking in with him I think maybe he asks her to put out the mac and cheese yeah roll yeah. out the mac and cheese she just puts a load of mac and cheese huge outside the school huge of mac and cheese yeah Rolls it out, which which that school bus drops into a moat around the school. <laughs> well, oh yeah, because okay, so what happens is he's like, I've got an idea, but you're you're gonna have to trust me, uh, and then uh, she's like, What do you mean? I'm gonna have to trust you? He's like, Just get some mac and cheese ready. She said, You, ha- you I said you said you hated hated my mac and cheese, and he's like. Just get it done. It's uh, it's okay. Just trust me. And then he drives in a circle mm. around the the, the uh, school over and over and over again because he's going so fast and mm. the friction on the tires is digging a big trench yes. all around the all around the school. Yeah, yeah. And then she pours in the the, the, the mac, mac and, and cheese. cheese and then is <laughs> like huge like like the bog of eternal stench from labyrinth yeah yeah uh, and then gloopy oh, it, it slowly sinks in and he's like get out kids save yourselves 
I'm going down with my bus. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat my way out. I'm gonna... <laughs> and then he goes, "Your mac and cheese is actually really nice." <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, thank you. I will go on that date now." <laughs> yeah. The uh, end. The end. Yeah. Oh, Rich Diwadi explodes. Yes. Um, he's smashing his laptop to try yeah. and make the the bus go faster, yeah. and the laptop explodes, um, and uh, it it uh, explodes his, the entirety of Richard Iwadi and also gets Peter Serafinowicz, yeah. but just his legs uh, blow right. them apart. Yeah, and um, Peter Serafinowicz will come back in the sequel with spider spider droid um, uh, robot legs. The boat that couldn't slow down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with Willem Dafoe. Yeah. In it. <laughs> there you go. There we go. That's uh, the bus that couldn't slow down. A crime film. A crime <laughs> film. Yeah, I mean, th- there was a lot of crime in there. I think there's a subplot where um, Richard Iowardi, like, uh, manages to keep everything on the down low. Yeah. Right? Apart from, he just tells the news, because he's got he's in front of the camera, mm. that, um, that Brendan Fraser is stealing this ch- these children has gone on a rampage there we go so th- there's a whole thing with the with uh, the phone with the two ray radio radio in the school mm. that's normally like uh, we're, he's like really nervous he never likes using the two ray radio so when he's in a stuff stuck in a traffic jam mm. he sometimes gets the kids to school late and doesn't radio ahead yeah so that's what he's getting in trouble to, uh, with at the start of the film yeah you know, and he overcomes his nervousness talking on that two-way radio. And at the end, I think the talking on on in a mic into a microphone is 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 also how he sort of uh, tells all the kids to sort of get out the back while he because it's all shut down like the booth um, uh, at the front of the bo- at the front of the bus. Mm. Um, the booth at the front of the bus is shut down, so he can't talk to them any other way. Yeah. He speaks into a microphone. He's like, "Come on, kids, get out, get out the back. I'm gonna eat my way out." And then, um, uh, like, and and that he, overcoming his fear of speaking in 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 public is his arc, Tom. <laughs> there we his go. Arc. There we go. There was We're a cramming an arc in there. Formed arc. Yep. And um and yeah, uh, he gets over the the bad PR. That's why what the crime was is what I'm saying. Okay, Tom. right. That's yeah. I mean, we didn't have was. to put a crime in we there. We did. We, okay, 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 okay. All right. So thank you <laughs> to everyone who's given us titles this week. Uh, again, <laughs> if you didn't give us titles, we wouldn't have a show. Yes, that's true. Yeah, go to our social medias and give us your titles. Give us a like. Give us a follow. And yes, give us your titles. It's always just really fun hearing hearing all the all the titles that we get from the community. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Um, yeah, so uh, thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. Hope, uh, we hope uh, uh, that you'll tune in next week for, for the Life's Pitch podcast. Um, but until then, we'd love it if you could share the show. Mm-hmm. Share it with your friends. Tell uh, all all the humans that you know about it. Maybe go to a two-way radio and, and yell into it. <laughs> your um, mac and cheese is crap, but the Life's Pitch podcast is brilliant. The Life's Pitch podcast you can turn you can turn that soundbite into your phone <laughs> ringtone, and then everyone will know what he just said. Do it, do it, cue it, cue it, cue it. Yeah, yeah, that's um, exactly what I said. Okay, um, uh, yeah, but we have more people to thank. Those are our patrons. Mm. 
Um, these are the people who go who have been to patreon.com forward slash lives a pitch podcast to give us a little bit of money each month to keep the podcast going um, you can vote on the genre you can get bonus pictures there's a bunch of prizes over there you can you can find um, so if you would like to support us then please go to to patreon.com forward slash lives a pitch podcast the people who are supporting us now are Mahir Trevedi my waste of talent that cereal dragon is shitting bisques all over Wales. <laughs> Brandon Spanky Mills, Ross Originals, Mr. Dragon, we'd like to offer you an advertising deal. Stephen D. Thomas, fingers to hand. Prime Minister, this election is a bad idea. Bisques are polling high. James Delaney, a band of vigilantes has taken Edinburgh and named it New Scramble. I don't care about Scotland, Brenda. Our mortgage rates are ruined. <laughs> Brent Black. In today's news, the Kingdom of New Scramble has vetoed Brexit. Mavis, you are never picking the restaurant again. <laughs> Joseph Hegarty. Prime Minister Aberdeen is floating up the Thames. Sod it, Sandra. They're everywhere. Sorry. Sod it, Sandra. They're here. Run. Newcastle is lost. Alex NSFW. Prime Minister, we found Carl. He's been permanently embisculated. Glenn drew up the plans to turn Aberdeen into the third Heathrow runway. Prime Minister, the Queen has claimed Wales and seceded from the Union. And Prime Minister, Russia has annexed Northern Ireland. So, um, thank you, all those people, with yeah. with, with a bunch of pol- political news. I just love that one in the middle about them... Uh... This is the this is the ongoing narrative, isn't it? Yeah. The the, the one in the middle about the uh, decision to choose the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the th- that being yeah. the metaphorical eye in the storm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of this of this world that's it's a, it's uh, unfolding. A, a, we get a quiet moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I also like the fact that there's someone offering the cereal dragon a bit uh, a, 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 a marketing deal while the market, while the dragon is shitting bisques all over Wales. <laughs> It's like are those two events related? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Maybe in the future we'll see an advert <laughs> where some, where a dragon's shitting bisques all over Wales and it's branded. It's got like it's tra- trailing behind it is a is a is one of those bunting uh, things that you go behind one of those advertising planes. Do you remember Ready Breck? I do remember Ready Breck. Still that had a serial dragon. As a mascot. Did it? Yeah. Mm. Well, now we end the show <laughs> with our Yes Very Clever Award, which is the award we give out to someone who's given us a title already based around an existing title mm-hmm. and has just made a little funny joke. So this week's Yes Very Clever Award goes to David Robert Graham, who's given us Honey, I've Kidnapped the Kids. <laughs> Dark. <laughs> I know. I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. Remember who pitched it? 